join the conversation with the Morning Majlis, Pulse 95. Yeah, join the conversation because this is going to be a conversation. It's going to be a little bit of a discussion. I'm quite excited about this. Uh-oh. Um, it's a debate. Yeah, a debate, you yeah, could say. point of debate. What we're talking about, well, we're talking about how His Highness Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi, of course, the Supreme Council member and ruler of Sharjah, expressing his disapproval of registering and adding foreign words to the Arabic language. Uh, His Highness did state his intention to attend an Arabic language academy conference over in Cairo in Egypt on the 2nd of October to really discuss all foreign words that will be registered in the last or have been registered in the last four years, as well as the word trend. That's going to be a focus as well. So true. Um, he's not too keen on adding uh, uh, Western words, you could say, into the Arabic language. And I understand that. Um, a big, big part of Sharjah and the UAE is keeping pure to their history, their, their culture. And I do believe, and I always say this word, avoiding being Westernized is yes. so important. But, you know, it's quite funny because when I hang out with my British friends uh, and I every now and then say, like, yalla or... Yeah, or, or yeah. Um, or I don't know, Masalama or something like yeah. that, you know, or, or Inshallah. Like they're like, oh, Louis, you're you're really diving into it, right? So it kind of it does sim like kind of work both ways. It it works both ways because maybe okay, I'll tell you something. It's because you've been living here for such a long time. Okay, yeah, fair. But Arabs in general, mm-hmm. they've Westernized their language. Mm-hmm. Where, wherever they live yep. no, whether you're right. they live in their countries like in Arab countries or they live in, in, in western countries they've westernized their Arabic mm. you know whether I told you they're living in an Arab country or in a western country but you because you live in an Arab country you've mm. western you've actually Arab integrated a integrated bit a little yeah. bit uh, integrated a little bit of Arabic into your vocabulary mm. let's just say but do you see that in back in the UK mm. no do you see that in the States? No. Do you mm. see that in Canada? No. Do you see that in Australia? Oh, I no. see now. You know yes. what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. So I totally agree with His Highness, Sheikh mm-hmm. Dr. Sultan. Mm-hmm. Before we get more deep into this debate, let yeah. me, let's just state what he has what he has said. Um, he said, as members of the Arabic um, Language Academy in Cairo, we now demand that the foreign words that have been registered to be reconsidered we do not wish to introduce new foreign terms into Arabic because of the violations that have happened. He said the issue is about reversing what has been done. He, he did say that I advocated replacing the word trend with mutadawal or qimmatatadawal. Uh, what does that translate to? It translates to something close to trend. Similar to trend. Like right. maybe theme really or... Means, yeah. Okay. That means it's it's what's been happening or what's been... Um, it's like the description of trend. What's been trending, Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. what's been trending. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, instead of using the actual word trend, you can say it in Arabic, mutadawal. Mm. And His Highness Sheikh Dr. Sultan said that he is in touch with Dr. Abdul Wahab uh, Abdul Hafiz, the respected academic and head of Cairo's Arabic Language Academy. He said that I've had two conversations with him about this. It's worth noting that the Arabic language... Um, Academy in Cairo is exclusively accessible to Egyptian nationals, although I'm an exception. They consider me one of them because a presidential decree exempted me. We will not allow these concepts to penetrate our language. We say to the people that it's not easy and no one dares to change the language. Now, he has, you know, he's so well known, the, yeah. the, His Highness, the ruler of Sharjah, has 
really long been hailed for protecting the Arabic language and preserving its integrity. Got, got, got to give kudos, of course, to His Highness for that. Mm. Um, he's been so keen on the Arabic language and preserving it and glorifying it mm-hmm. and looking at the history of it mm. and, and teaching it to others, especially not just Arabs, but also to expats. And I love that. That's one of the things that I really, really love about His Highness, the ruler of Sharjah. And just last year, he launched the 19 new volumes of the Historical Dictionary of the Arabic Language, which brings the total of those volumes to 36. Documentation archives officials across the Arab world have often expressed their gratitude for his contributions to preserving uh, the rare Arabic documents and manuscripts. And just earlier on this year as well, he urged the UAE Ministry of Education to reconsider the decision to merge the Arabic language subject with Islamic and social studies, saying that this move will affect students as the Arabic language is something that will be inherited by generations to come. So let's not merge them together, you know, to mm-hmm. reconsider the decision to merge that uh, the Arabic language subject with Islamic and social studies. Yeah, um, and I agree with it, yeah. you know. I, I, do, I do completely understand. And we talk a lot about how Unfortunately, the youth, the Arabic youths of today are, are being brought up on YouTube, social yeah, media, yeah. and they're actually learning English at a quicker rate than they're learning Arabic, unfortunately. Right. Um, and, you know, you know, you have to put that level of importance on the Arabic language. And it's still so essential. If you're if you're an Arab in the region, you you've, your first language should be Arabic. You right. Know? It shouldn't be English. That's the thing. If. It's a point of debate because okay. for, for myself, I'm just saying my point of view. Yeah. First of all, I'm against um, households, Arabic households, speaking English to their children. Okay. That's for one. Number one, I don't like that. I don't agree with that uh, because in the end, they're going to learn English, whether from films, from songs, from friends, from school. Very true. From subjects. So it is not fair to be speaking more English to your Arab children at home when you are actually from Arab or or, or of Arab ethnicity. Mm -hmm. So you should know, you should actually glorify the language, the beautiful language of Arabic. You should speak more Arabic to your children. You should teach them Arabic and not be proud that they don't speak Arabic. I see a lot of parents and a lot of children, uh, a lot of parents actually, or families, they're proud that their children don't speak Arabic when they are of Arab ethnicity. Mm-hmm. That should not be the case. Mm-hmm. You should not be proud of that. You should actually feel ashamed, to be honest, if your children don't speak Arabic. No, you should say that my child speaks both Arabic and English. Yes. That is something to be proud of. Yeah, Arabic first, though. I, Arabic first, mm-hmm. and then English or yeah. other languages. Mm-hmm. That is a point to be proud of but when you are of arab ethnicity your child doesn't speak a word of arabic or their arabic is half and half Mm -hmm. and they're more westernized or they know more of english i don't think that's that's something you should be proud of yeah no you're honest you start losing your heritage because is that is that the case when you are dealing honestly Mm -hmm. you come from from for example from uh the uk yep and your first language is english yeah right I don't see you speaking another language. No, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, another your 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 actual language is English, and then you probably can speak, for example, French or Arabic or Spanish on the side. Additionally, yeah. Additionally, but 
are you not um, fluent in your own mother tongue? Of course not. Mm-hmm. You are fluent. Yeah. And you take pride in that. No, you're right. And that should be the case for Arabs as well. No, I agree. I've got to just quickly summarize, you know, why I think on the other side of it, why British people or English speakers use Arabic like myself, is I love how Arabic can use one word to summarize everything. So Mm -hmm. like halas, I love, I love that. (laughs) Or yalla or something, just one word and it gets the point across. And I like, I completely agree with you, Ronnie. It's so important to preserve the importance of Arabic and really make sure that the upcoming generation speak Arabic first and it's the historical Arabic it's not a westernized Arabic where they're throwing in yeah, new words yeah so the the point is preserve your your language preserve your heritage preserve your roots yeah perfect very important and that's exactly what Sharjah do and his highness the ruler of Sharjah 